Hello, I'm Eric Nance, and you are listening to episode 25 of the Our Weekly Highlights podcast. Today, we are covering the highlights for issue 2021-W05, released on February 1st, 2021. This week's issue is curated by John Calder, with help from the Our Weekly team members and contributors. In the month of January in previous years, the Our community has had a certain event to be a big launching point for gathering new ideas, sharing best practices, and sharing the many innovations that R can bring across academia and industry with R Studio's annual R Studio Conf. This year, however, was a little different due to, of course, the worldwide pandemic that's happening, where most conferences have had to go to a virtual setup, and hence for this year, our studio has transitioned the conference to be from an on-site event to a virtual event called Our Studio Global. Global is a key word here because in years past, it was often challenging for those across different parts of the world to be able to converge to the United States where Our Studio Conf was typically held. But this time, on top of being a virtual event, the R Studio team decided to have each of the talks play twice, in essence, giving a 24 hour straight conference so that those around the world could have a chance to see the talks in their preferred time zone, sprinkled with live QA sessions with the speakers. With all the talks being pre recorded, we are able to see the recordings of all these talks released typically much sooner than in years past. And we are starting to see some great notes shared from the attendees, such as a detailed summary from postdoctoral informatics scientist Claire West that is the focus of our RStudio Global highlights for today. RStudio Global kicked off with RStudio's chief scientist Hadley Wickham giving a keynote centering on the life cycle and continued maintenance of the Tidyverse family of packages. The Tidyverse has been a very fluid and highly inf influential family of packages in the R community, but there have been some cases where maybe a big change in a certain paradigm of a package might lead to some breaking changes for those users that haven't been keeping up with the latest trends and maybe when they updated their package, they noticed that some functions weren't behaving as they typically thought they would. Hadley shared detailed summaries on the different classifications of functions that the Tidyverse team uses to denote their status in terms of development. From those that are deprecated to those that are still in development, or you might say maturing, and those that have been considered stable that the team feels you can depend on. Another interesting bit that Hadley shared in his notes was comparing a lot of the issues that some R users feel to some of his experiences with being a homeowner and kind of being a little confused about certain things or certain hardware and how that needs to be set up. It was a very interesting perspective on how some R users can feel when they're getting to know a new set of packages or maybe some new functionality and how we should be able to have a different perspective without being so hard on ourselves to give us the best possible chance for a success. Another interesting tidbit from Hadley's keynote 
was the topic of what he considered off-label usage of various functions and how that might be convenient in the short term, but in the long term that could lead to confusion for your future self or your future collaborators when we're using a function that the authors did not see for that usage or anticipate for that usage. As somebody that comes from the life sciences industry, the term off-label usage has a very specific meaning to me. So it was interesting to see Hadley tap into that kind of paradigm for this talk. In addition, Hadley recommended to utilize the package like RMV to isolate project package dependencies so that it would be up to you, the user, to determine when you want to upgrade, say, certain Tidyverse-related packages as a way to safeguard your code just a little bit in case you're not ready to go into the major updates that maybe the Tidyverse team has brought onto CRAN. There are other alternative approaches as well, but again, the key message being that it's great to be aware of these changes coming up, but to give yourself the best chance of success to be ready for those changes when you are ready. The additional keynotes at our Studio Global are bound to resonate with many in the R community as well, such as John Byrne Murdoch's keynote on looking at visualizations of the COVID-19 pandemic and the various reactions and summaries that have been put forth in the community when looking at these powerful visualizations. He touched on a few excellent principles to enhance your visualizations, such as not being shy about using annotations to help guide the reader to the key messages in the chart, and also having a different perspective on when readers are expressing confusion on looking at a visualization and be able to anticipate that and be ready with explanations and examples to help the reader orient themselves to the messages that you're trying to convey. Also, another excellent point was that once a visualization is released, don't just release it and then go away. Be ready to, to expand on the messages and be able to establish a dialogue with the audience, which might lead to new insights that maybe you didn't anticipate previously. And while it can be a gimmick if used too much, animation can be a great way to help move the story and give a new meaning or a new perspective to the key message. There were even some interesting anecdotes on how some users were very confused about the use of a logarithmic scale in one of the visualizations, which goes to show that once again, being ready for some of this feedback and not being shy to, to engage in the dialogue is a great way to move the messaging forward and to be able to learn something new for both yourself and the audience. And the last keynote of our Studio Global was led by Vicky Boykus, who is a machine learning engineer at Automatic. And this talk had a lot of interesting insights that many in the community, no matter if you're in R, in the R community, or in a different community, can definitely sympathize with. We have all sorts of different information coming at us. Where's the social media, the news, and many other things that are demanding our attention and oftentimes fighting for that cognitive concentration that we might have on, say, our work or even our personal situations. 
Vicky shared some of the personal stories that she's encountered or the personal events that she's encountered in trying to make sure that she gives herself time and finds her own niche to cultivate what she calls her own public garden, her own way of sharing insights on machine learning, statistics, data science, through her blog, her newsletter, and through her various other posts on social media. She stressed that that all of us have a unique take and maybe a unique perspective, but to give ourselves a little bit of breathing room and giving us the best possible chance to cultivate our own way of sharing our knowledge and our insights. It doesn't have to be a blog. It doesn't have to be a set of posts on Twitter or a big thread on Twitter. Perhaps it's even just set of video tutorials. Or, in the case of yours truly, maybe my voice is the way I share some of my virtual garden, if you will. But her notes, her slides have some excellent notes detailed throughout. And with the recordings being available online, this is definitely a keynote you don't want to miss. Of course, the keynotes were not the only thing at Studio Global. We had a set of very, very excellent talks to choose from as well. Some of the ones that caught uh, Claire's attention included making shiny apps faster with caching from Winston Chang, software engineer at RStudio, in which the newest version of Shiny now has a more general caching function to help speed up the, the ability to tap into reactive expressions and not just plots like it was previously. Max Kuhn from our studio on the Tidy Models team shared some of the great advancements that are happening in the Tidy Models ecosystem, such as new ways of finding the, the best set of parameters for a given modeling approach, for one approach being called the racing approach. That's an excellent talk worth checking out as well. We also saw some great talks from Kara Wu, who also talked about looking at some of the bright side of plots and how some common errors can be avoided with a certain set of knowledge and best practices with ggplot2, such as the use of scale x continuous or any of the scale functions for that matter, and being aware of the difference between setting limits on that versus using the chord Cartesian function so that you don't accidentally trim off valuable data points in your plots. Again, our weekly will have a link to all of the recordings of each talk and as well as Claire's summary if you want to dive into this further. But we are bound to see many, many excellent contributions from the R community taking a lot of the best practices and advice that were shared by this excellent set of speakers going forward in 2021. And rounding out our episode today is a call for abstracts to the annual Use R conference for 2021, which, like our Studio Global, will be virtual this year. We mentioned in a previous episode that the call for tutorials was open, which will be closing this week in case you want to get your tutorial abstract in for that. But in terms of the actual talks themselves, the abstract or the conference organizers are looking for abstracts that cover regular talks, elevator pitches, which are meant to replace the poster sessions that would be occurring in an in-person conference, 
and that could be in the form of, say, a lightning talk, panel discussions, and incubators that give the opportunity for people that work in a similar field to connect and work on a common goal or question. Not too dissimilar to what our studio Global had, where they had their typical birds of a feather sessions, but in a virtual platform that at least as close as it could mimic that in-person environment. The abstract deadline is March 5th this year, so definitely do not wait until the last minute if you're thinking of submitting an abstract to the USAR conference. And those are your R Weekly highlights for today. While a major focus of these highlights was RStudio Global, you'll find an excellent collection of more R content to fill your curiosity, such as a big update to the HTTP testing in R online book from ROpenSci, a milestone release update for the Arrow package, a new way to turn a simple R markdown file into a full-fledged R package, and much more. And of course, if we're going to talk about RStudio Global, we would be remiss not to mention that you can now see the recording of RWiki's founder, Wolfram Chin's excellent talk called Lifelong Learning with RWeekly. It is packed with great information on how you can get involved with RWeekly and some of the history of this awesome project. Have a great week, and we will be back with another batch of RWeekly highlights next week.